Hello. Hey, Halima. How is this? Oh my gosh, it's blessing. Oh, you know, Ibukun. I'm going back. Oh my gosh, honey. How are you doing? It's been a long time. I know. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, I'm just, you know, here recording my podcast. And I thought, why not invite um a friend from uni who I haven't chatted to a while? Who's oh, artist on Instagram, who also has an amazing podcast. Why don't, why don't I invite them on? <laughs> I'm really trying not to break character right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like you just did it. <laughs> do you want to come on to the podcast? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, let's go. like oh wait what are we gonna talk about what are we gonna do yeah like, anything just man. whatever whatever that's, that's I like what that yeah. I think that's quite good because like for mine we um we can't I'm gonna take this gum out because it's gonna distract everyone listening because <laughs> I have a tendency to just like start chewing yeah because like we me and Lucy always like plan our episodes like if, like the day or two before now I'm like oh okay I'm just talking I need to like yeah but you remember when you used to come um, on Canterbury? I think you were on Canterbury. Yeah. Like, like for anyone listening, me and Halima went to uni together. Um, oh, is so it recording? Oh, she yeah, came on. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I had a radio show. That was, that was sneaky. Really met <laughs> and Halima came on a few times. And. Oh, yeah, all the time. I always started without people knowing. Um, so Halima came on and, yeah, we used to plan every episode. So I kind of wanted to experiment with doing something a little bit different, like just seeing what happens if you put people on the mic and get them to talk. And it's worked out pretty well so far. Do you know what? I like it. So do you want to introduce yourself? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, what would I say? Hi, I'm Halima. I... I don't know what to say. I'm just going to say what I did today. I already told you, Blessing. I don't know if... Hello? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Can we do that again? <laughs> what? It's like pause. Okay. Is it? Is it still going? Oh, is it your Wi-Fi? I thought it was me for a second because it seems to kind of be... Yeah. Okay, I could move like house yeah (laughs) i'll move to another room and connect to another wi-fi is that okay yeah that's fine (laughs) outside of nature and like meditate (laughs) you just want to pick berries and make your own jam that's the honestly (laughs) yeah it sounds like a sweet life (laughs) (laughs) I mean, wait, so whereabouts do you live? I mean, you don't have to reveal it if you don't want to, but is there like a forest nearby where you can pick some berries on the um, weekend? It's, well, I have to drive. I have to drive to a forest if I need oh, to go to one. I guess like there forest, I can like take a train or something, but mm. yeah, I, I, well, I can just like sit in the garden 
I, that's one thing I've been really, really thankful for, having a garden. Mm. I've never yeah. sat outside before, like, in my garden. Just for, well, like, longer than... just, like, allowed you to do that. Yeah, like, I fully just, like, sit on the swing, like, on the swing chair. You have a swing? Yeah, we've got, like, a swing chair thingy. Oh, that's why yeah. That's why I sit and draw when the weather's nice. And then I'd, like, bring up a picnic blanket, sit on the ground, okay. do oh, some claying. Instagram! <laughs> See, these are the, my private things. <laughs> I, like, make stuff out of clay, and I'd sit outside till, like, 10-ish. And then just like watch the moon. Oh, that's so <laughs> Put on a playlist. Yeah, Unless you just good. listen to Frank Ocean on that. <laughs> I mean, if I replace Frank with maybe some Ari Lennox, then yeah. Oh my gosh, yes. Me. I would I don't know why I don't do I don't do that. I have a garden. I just <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a swing maybe the swing set. Maybe that's what's missing. <laughs> just need to set up a swing set. Just like just sit on the ground, like, just get a blanket. Yeah. I have done that a few times. There have been some times, I think, actually, yeah. I mean, this time, pandemic-wise, quarantine-wise, not being able to go out have meant mm. that I've either been at home um, or just I've walked around. And usually when it wasn't the pandemic, I would probably walk around my area a bit. But I feel like I found more parts of my house that I enjoy staying in. Like, I'm in my living room right now. And usually when I get back home from work, I just go straight to my room. Yeah. But now like I work from my living room and then if I record sometimes I'm in my living room or if I'm chilling with my cousin sometimes I'm here and then I've been in my garden more than I probably was when I was going to work like just sitting outside on the grass or on like the the concrete bit or even on the trampoline do you appreciate these things now Mm. I had no like even just like a random corner of my house I'm like oh I spend so much time here because it's actually nice and the light hits so nicely here (laughs) how did I not notice this before I think I've also been getting into like I don't know like feeling like more spiritual (laughs) yeah but in like a like just thanking the universe way Mm. like little things were happening and I find myself fully just talking to myself like thanks universe I know you said you sent this mess this like um you sent this task to me so I can like you know overcome it but like, yeah, I'll learn this lesson, universe. <laughs> like any little like bad thing that happens, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of a nice way of viewing things. Like, yeah, I think I'm so used to like thinking of spirituality in terms of like God, and so mm-hmm. like recently I've been thinking more about like traditional Europe Yoruba spiritualism because like my people are from are from Nigeria and my family's from Nigeria, and like yeah, I've been about before colonial times, like what we worshipped. So I've been thinking about like spiritual stuff in terms of like, oh, what did my ancestors worship? Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, I guess the universe is something I've never thought about. I always thought the universe was for like wishy-washy white people in films. But, <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> like, when I say when I say the universe, I mean like just any like higher power, basically. Right. Like, it's like all like the same thing. But I get mm-hmm. what you mean, like with the ancestors. Like I remember, um, I think it was like a month or two ago, I was watching this video and it was saying how like oh people should like pray to their direct ancestors and I was like I don't know who my direct ancestors are yeah but that like I don't and I don't I wouldn't know how to trace that back like I can't do what is it that 23 and me test whatever <laughs> but like I just like started watching all these videos and I asked my parents like where do we trace back from 
<laughs> like maybe my guardian angel or like my spirit warrior is gonna like try and contact me wait what did they what did they say when you asked them where you trace back from see like it's it's still confusing to me because both my parents like root back from like two different tribes like both mm. in nigeria um and it's one of those things i hate when people are like oh what part of um nigeria are you from are you like are you Igbo? i'm like no like, I always say, like, oh, Edo State. It's like, what's that? It's either Igbo or Yoruba. Yeah. Uh, it's like, no, there, yeah. Are, there are loads. So, you know what? Yeah. You're not, you're actually not the only Igbo slash Yoruba person I know. Mm. Like, I feel like you might have met, you might have met Dami. Like, um, she went to uni with us. I think so. Yeah. yeah no, yeah. I did. I did meet mm-hmm. her. Yeah, yeah. She's Igbo and Yoruba as well. But that's interesting as well because I never thought about the like the distinctions between different types of Nigerians till I got a bit older. I always was just like, we're Nigerian. Yeah. And then going to secondary school, I learned I understood more like, oh, there's different like groups. And then as I got to uni, it was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I see. Uh, I learned more. I think I learned about Biafra more when I got to uni. I knew a little bit mm. about it before, but like how like how that went down I say that like it wasn't a civil war that <laughs> how that whole like, thing like, just like happened yeah you know, like neo-colonialism had its roots and everything but you know um mm. yeah I yeah. didn't start getting into that until well like my dad my dad's so good at te- like we'd be watching tv or something I remember like we, I'd be in like primary school or something and uh, we'd be watching like x factor or something and then my dad would be like, oh this person's from this tribe I'm like dad whatever but we'd always think he's joking like he'd look at someone and tell us like what tribe they're from and then mm-hmm. I got older and I was like oh no this is true like this is an actual thing like speaking to people and like my dad being able to guess I'm like oh, okay you can't like it's not just two things. It's not. It's not just Nigerian or not Nigerian. Oh wait, Halima, you started breaking up again. Oh, what about? Hold on. Hello. Oh yeah. Okay, you're back. Okay. Cool. But yeah, what were you saying about um, your dad, like watching people on extracts and being able to t- tell if they were able? I'll try and remember. I completely forgot. <laughs> I was saying that like I used to think he was joking every time he'd like distinguish between someone being from like different tribes or different places in Africa in general right until like until I got older and I was like oh no people have like specific features and like even the way they speak and like little little tiny twangs in their accents and like just little characteristics that make them from like somewhere else that you can actually tell he didn't make it up. <laughs> yeah. So I, oh, I don't know, because sometimes I'll be like, for me, it's my name. That's how people know I'm Yoruba. Mm. But I don't know if I can actually tell if I'm looking at someone. And then I was like, I've, I've been back on, I've been back dating and I was on Hinge mm-hmm. a little while ago. And this okay. guy I was talking to was like, oh, um, I want to date you know, I want to date an Ibo girl. Bear in mind, we'd already been out on a date by then. I was like, oh, you know, I'm Yoruba, right? And he was like, oh, yeah, but you know... You're the <laughs> I <example."> didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew he was joking, but at the same time, I was like, how would you Some even... People, some how people just you? chat. <laughs> Honestly, because, I mean, and I even saw a YouTube video about um, 
uh, you're no, an Iba woman talking about how to like fit in when you join a Yoruba man's family. And I was mm. like, well, oh, would it really be that different? But then I guess it depends where you live and like how yeah. connected to like your tribe or your group you are. Oh, yeah. Mm. See, I've never like fully aligned with it because like my parents are so, my parents are so different from the rest of our family. Like they're so like you know that whole like stereotype like oh Nigerians are so loud and like Nigerians <laughs> are so like just like super strict like but my parents are quite like they're quite chill and people always question whether they're Nigerian or not really um, yeah even like with me like I've had like people always assume I'm from somewhere else but some of them are quite like stupid like a lot like I've had two people think I'm Moroccan I don't look Moroccan at all. I think I look I think I look quite standard Nigerian. I don't know. Oh, you asking me cuz I don't I don't subscribe <laughs> no, that to people labels. Oh my gosh, sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it wasn't until you told me that you were Nigerian that I was like yeah, I always get that reaction. <laughs> because I remember we, because we met through, um, you met, we met through Bless. And then oh, yeah. I one time you told me, you were like, Bless, I need more black friends. And I was like, yeah, same sis. <laughs> and then you yeah. were like, I'm not sure. And I was like, oh shit, look at us. <laughs> we found each other. <laughs> I always get I always get that from other Nigerians as well. When I tell them I'm Nigerian, they're like, "Really?" And they're like, "What did you think I am?" I don't know, just not Nigerian. It's like, okay, you didn't. Okay. <laughs> How do we define Nigerians? Because I don't feel like I feel like I the stereotypes are bullshit. Because yeah, I don't, I don't think, think it's real. I mean, I don't feel like I I fit the ser- I feel like any stereotype, and I feel like you can't do that with every any group at all. You can't be like, oh, you must fit the stereotype to fit a group. So then I feel mm. like. For me, people identify me by name. I don't know if I look any form of night, any way. I know, like, there's a way that it was supposed to look compared to Yoruba. I don't know. But, yeah. like, how are we meant to identify each other when, you know, we're out there back in the world? I don't know. I think it's hard. I think it, I think it only works when it's, like, old school. So, like, old generations mm. can recognise older generations. But, like, I don't know. I feel like with younger people and like colonialism and like all of that and capitalism so I'm really like pushing this capitalism bandwagon <laughs> wait you're, you're for capitalism or you oh anti- no 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 I'm anti-capitalism oh okay no no I'm so please, anti-capitalism oh no we welcome that on this podcast it's all good. I really think it's the only thing it's pretty much the only thing wrong with the world that we can control because when you it's like when you think about issues like even like racism as well that all stems back to capitalism Mm. like why we have it like why did we have like the slave trade and why did we have colonialism it's so Mm. that people could like gain capital and like that was pretty much it Mm, yeah I think even the environment yeah like I think about that often a lot Mm. a lot of the problems we have today and it's all just clicking in my head because every time I think I think to myself oh like capitalism was born well actually or maybe I'm the thought of like okay so what I think to myself is like capitalism was born the root of it was racism okay oh so capitalism's the root of racism and not racism the root of capitalism 
because I think racism is the root of capitalism. Wait, hold on. Let me think about my my words. <laughs> no, no, because I'm thinking. Okay, I know this is a this might not be great for people who because you know podcasting is an audio audio medium. But oh yeah, let, let's just, let's just think this out. Okay, so I think capitalism is the root of racism. Yeah. Oh, so so well as in like capital racism was born from capitalism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I that's what I think. But then, but you said capitalism was born from racism which i also agree with okay but my brain my brain wasn't working <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 but, you, but you saying that it sounds right to me because you're saying capitalism was born from racism right or that race <laughs> See, I'm, not- I'm saying i'm saying capitalism no i'm saying racism was born from capital basically capitalism is the hierarchically like it's the it's the bad like it's on the top of the pyramid then everything like comes out of that Mm -hmm. then i'm saying racism and capitalism Mm, okay you know what Hmm, that's interesting i'm gonna leave that to the listeners to decide (laughs) i could because i can see both i can see how someone like i can see how a society's racism Mm-hmm. That led to money, but then more so, I can see oh, how then, like, actually, yeah, I can see how capitalism, like the want for money, then led to like sectioning people into different groups to make yeah. them higher. Okay, I think I agree with you. I'm flipped. Okay. I'm flipped. Back. Yeah, Yay, that's one more person I've corrupted. <laughs> but no, because I I never thought exactly about how they lead, lead onto each other, but I always knew that they were linked because mm. I remember reading a while ago about how capitalism had its roots in like the slave trade yeah and how like the way that in modern day like racism and like forms of segregation and the way that we view people all stems from that which came from capitalism and then Mm -hmm. I was like this really was the root of a lot of evil viewing people's bodies as just like you said like capital viewing people as capital like stuff you can monetize on yeah but yeah, yeah, that's what I truly. This is what I. This is what I tell people on dates. <laughs> <laughs> and how does that go? Really good. Oh, nice. Because <laughs> they seem to get it, but if they don't, that's like my deciding thing. That's my yeah. deciding factor. If they don't agree, then I'm like, okay, no. Okay, so that might actually make. I want to ask, like, so when you're on a date, how do you okay. tell if it's going? well is that is that the is that the question you used to see if it's going well or do you have like a signifier before that um I think that's just part of it how I can tell if it's going well oh my gosh I don't know I think it's just (laughs) if if I just feel like we're vibing then I assume it's going well I've never had like a particularly like bad day but I don't want to put that energy out into the universe so the universe is hearing me like oh are you, are you sure? <laughs> They're usually fine. <laughs> They're usually like I have stuff that I'd ask people like, just make sure that we have like similar like political views. Obviously, I need to know what their star sign is. Um, Interesting. <laughs> okay, no, no, I have to. I have to. I think I don't. I think most date, most first dates, I've asked people what their toxic traits are. Um, just like 
stuff or like stuff they won't expect me to ask I just really want them to be able to expose themselves on like mm. a first date so I can decide if I'm a bit like mm, just, just so I can like find those little pink flags so I can like from there be like oh do I cut this off now or not I just don't want to waste time and it's That's also kind cool. of fun putting people out of their comfort zones and seeing how they react it makes me feel powerful it's a power play wow <laughs> so Okay, I'm also like an inkling to what you're like in the bedroom. <laughs> we yeah. can guess, like we can speculate. <laughs> okay. I don't think we need to speculate much. I feel like you just gave it away. <laughs> I haven't, like, like, actually, similar to you, I haven't, and I'm not putting out there, I'm not asking for a bad date, but I don't feel like I've necessarily had bad dates. Mm-hmm. Or actually... Maybe the ones that maybe they class as technically dates other people, but I don't really class them as dates. What like, do you mean? Okay, there was a guy. You remember Yik Yak, the app? Oh my gosh, yeah, I did. I, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and then it got wildly racist, and, and mm. then they started doing all these updates. Everyone deleted it. So when I had Yik Yak in uh, second year, I guess I met someone off the. Actually, I feel like I tried to. Few, no, I didn't. I met one person off. Okay, so he'll know who he is. I met one person <laughs> off there. And then um, I remember we were meant to meet up at Costa. And then I think, I don't know what happened. So I think I, one of us showed late, up late, or because you know, center Canterbury had a really bad signal back then or something like that. Mm. Uh, oh my that gosh, happened, trash. We so... ended up walking up and down Tesco Express. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of cute, though. <laughs> I mean, sure. <laughs> <laughs> you can make it cute. <laughs> I mean, well, was that was that the whole day? Was that, that the activity? Was the whole day. Yeah. That oh, was it. okay. I see. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that was it. Did you see them again? I mean, I think we planned to, but again, something went wrong because when I showed up at Costa, I think I was late this time, so I think he just gone, and because I didn't have signal, I wasn't able to be like, "Oh, hey, sorry." See, that was that was the universe telling you that this this isn't it. It's Maybe. Maybe. what do you do like, like what do you do on your dates i i prefer activity dates but mm. i have been on a few where it's been meal related and activity but to be honest i don't have anything in particular that i don't like just don't make me walk up and down like i mean have a plan if you're taking oh, yeah. me out i'm like if you are taking me out you have asked me out have a plan because mm. what i hate is like being Got doing up and down, up and down all over the place, and I haven't worn the correct shoes. And my feet. Oh my hurt. gosh, that's the worst. And it's like so because I want so I, if you had a plan, you could have told me that. Oh, blessing, don't wear your heel boots, or mm. you know, um, put on some trainers. So then instead of me walking up and down London with my feet hurting and me getting grumpy, and then the date is just going to shit anyway. That's a sign of respect, like not picking something that they're making you like run around for. Oh my gosh, my voice has gone weird. <clears throat> no, not picking something they're making you run around for and also letting you know what shoes to wear I appreciate that I appreciate that too but that wait you also said star signs is something you ask about oh yeah I asked about star signs I fully like, like there are so many people who hate it but I love I love it I love that they hate it as well <laughs> because I think people like a lot of people see it as like oh horoscopes but that's not what I'm getting at I'm looking like your personality traits and how you react to it mm. so it's more like a study of empathy which I always say um but yeah I have like fully I think I've I think I've done that on every day no 
I think there's only been like two people I've dated that I haven't asked them about their star signs. And how did that, how did those dates or relationships go? Good. <laughs> like, oh, generally well, quite good. They have been like, this is ridiculous. I don't believe in this thing. But like, next thing, it's like the next time we see each other, um, they've called their mum to ask them what what time they were born so that we can do their proper birth chart. Mm. I'm, like, I'm like, see, do like this. <laughs> I need to do that. I want to, I've been meaning to find out like the time I was born so I could do my birth chart properly. Cause all I know is that I'm a Pisces and I okay. know that that isn't enough to go on to like know the deep, deep roots of like personality and stuff. Or, yeah. You need your big three. Uh, is that rising sun and moon? Mm-hmm. See, mm-hmm. <laughs> you need those. That's a Davino. He taught me. <laughs> oh, see, I love. I just love chatting to people about it. Like, oh, oh that just dropped. But um, yeah, I like talking to people about it. Um, I just need to like get all the nitty gritty out of the way for like the first. <laughs> let's say the first two dates. Do you not think that it's better to just let that come? Or I just... know. <laughs> no, no, this wouldn't even be criticizing because I'm just interested in how other people date. And like, so do you not think it's better to get that all out of the way? Or do you feel like it's better to see it straight up front, like in your um, face? Well, there's always stuff that, there's always stuff that comes like throughout, but it's not, I guess the stuff I asked initially, it's not things that, well, it's usually things I'd like to know up front, like, are you a Tory? Like those kind of things. Like, do you care about humanity? Are your like, am I? Are you like yeah? Are your family racist? Like those kind of things. Yeah. Um, maybe I'll throw in a what's your toxic trait, but it depends on the person. Because like you can have more than one toxic trait. I can find like the other ones out. And, like sometimes people lie because they don't want to be honest with you. They're like. You're not going to tell someone, oh, I'm emotionally unavailable on a first day. You'll find that out. (laughs) (laughs) You will. Yeah, you definitely will. Uh, (laughs) That actually, that reminded me when I asked, are you racist? It made me think of, as black women, the things we have to ask people or, you know, just be aware of when Mm -hmm. it comes to dating. I feel like whenever I'm whenever I'm scrolling through and that's one thing I like about the app I'm currently on I'm not going to say the name because I feel like I've plugged them enough in almost every episode is it the one that begins with H it's the one that begins with H yeah that's the only one I use as well I kind of like it though okay I like it because I'm able to like not only have kind of mini conversations before I match up with people Mm. um but there's also that feature which is like you can put like what race you're attracted to. And I'm kind of oh. in two minutes about that because Is that it a thing? Prevents, yeah, it prevents people who don't like people who don't don't like black women like from me matching with them or like I don't know. I don't know exactly how the algorithm works, but I feel like it's they can't they won't see me and I won't see them. Yeah. So it filters it out. Thing, yeah, I've said my thing to like everyone. Okay. But I think it's like they won't see me and it I guess it just prevents me from having any kind of interaction with someone who might potentially be racist or just isn't interested in black women yeah it takes away that emotional labor I think that's a really I'm gonna cough 
excuse me. I think that's a really smart thing to do. I didn't even know they had that. I might mm. check that. But yeah. yeah, that is a smart thing to have. Um, but so what is it like? Does it, do you choose the ones that you do, you are attracted to or do you choose the ones that you're not attracted to? Like, do yeah, you let me go on this app right now and let's, let's have a little, let's have a little. They just sponsor you. They actually should. The amount of people I've probably mentioned. <laughs> so, um, okay. Yeah. So in, so in member preferences, I've got, mm-hmm. it says ethnicity and then you can put open to all. Or you can put oh. South Asian or white Caucasian or whatever you want to oh, pick. pick okay. And then underneath that, you can put, is this a deal breaker? Mm. I guess if someone else doesn't match what you've oh, put, then they won't show you. Yeah. That's quite, I like that. That's quite, that's clever. Mm. I like it. It just like gets rid of all that potential like emotional labor you have to go through. Yeah, that's helpful. But then what if, what if like it gets into like fetishization? That is interesting. I feel like I've had a few conversations about that recently, and not because of uh, my experience on this app, but because it's it's just it's something again that I'm wary of as a black woman like me. Like mm. someone sent me a message saying goddess because uh, <laughs> it was attached to one of my pictures, and I was like, "Hey, you better I mean that in a different mean, way." It could be meant it. See, it could come across a different way. Like, so yeah. Have you, of, have you seen Chewing Gum? Oh, yeah. Of course. You know the episode with the rich white guy in. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about that episode, the, like, with. Oh, yeah, I was talking about that episode on a date. <laughs> yeah, same. Oh, on a date. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we need to come back to that story. But every time I think about it, like, she didn't realize, Tracy didn't realize till she got into the flat and the guy. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there were definitely red flags before, but it was the extreme where he made her put on this tribal outfit and dance in uh, front of him while he was getting aroused. I'm like, I'm, I'm, God forbid I get in that situation. But that's horrible. That's people. sinful. I hate that. Like, that is, that. I think that's my worst nightmare when it comes to like dating. That's like my worst, worst case scenario. I hate that. Hmm. So, wait, you brought it up while you were on a date? oh but it's because we were talking about Michaela Cole oh well yeah obviously we were talking about her and then we were like saying how so you know um Fleabag Mm, um the way that like Phoebe Waller-Bridge she okay she is like so talented she's a brilliant writer but the way that she got praised for that I'm not we're not seeing the same energy for Michaela Cole and I'm sorry but Thank you. We we got I May Destroy You, which was incredible. It did so much. It like it brought it brought an issue that so many people relate to. It made it relatable, but also made it kind of funny. Mm-hmm. It had like yeah. all these tiny little Easter eggs. Like it's the kind of thing you can rewatch and like uh just like her humor. Her I love I love discreet humor. I love it so much. But not like she she gave us I May Destroy You, but before that she gave us chewing gum. Which was amazing, but mm-hmm. I didn't see this energy for it, and I was like, "What? Seriously?" I thought about that so many times. I think I had a discussion with someone, and he was like, "Oh, so chewing gum is basically like flea bag," and I was like, <gasps> "No, it's not." Mm. Yes, they both break the fourth wall, but what we don't need to do is compare these two different because. If it was a show where there's another white character breaking the fourth wall, we wouldn't instantly be like, oh, it's a Fleabag copy or it's like a, a different version exactly. of Fleabag. 
it should be able to exist. These are just two different shows. And also, the breaking fact- the fourth wall is not a flea bag like trait. It's, it's not, it happens. And yeah, it's not flea bag specific. And I, what I like about I like them both for different things. Mm. And I think it's it's possible to enjoy both of them. Like you don't need to be like oh. I ha- and I don't think I've seen anyone ever be like, oh, I prefer this over this. But I just yeah. don't like the fact that, y- like, yeah, feet like Fleabag was seen as, oh my gosh, it's this breakthrough thing. And yes, everyone loves chewing gum. Like Americans mm. talk about it. it. Went over to America. Americans love chewing yeah. gum. Yeah, I didn't. I don't feel like it didn't get as much recognition initially as it deserved. Oh yeah, definitely. I think I don't know. I think the reason it didn't get as much recognition. Is be- well, I was gonna say because it is so like a lot more relatable for black people, but mm. I think I have like I know white people who also like find it hilarious. Like it's it's not even a racial thing. I think maybe Fleabag probably just got to an audience that I don't know how to say like because it was on BBC as well. Maybe like more recognition but no. I don't know I feel like Michaela Cole was definitely overlooked for chewing gum mm. yeah. I don't know if it's a racial thing I just, it's just hard to I'm not sure. of, I, I, like, I want to say it is I mean to be honest in my, with everything I'm like yeah there's an element of race that comes into play because I feel I feel like wasn't there a story that came out about um I may destroy you that mm-hmm. they when one of the networks that wanted to buy it, Michaela had, they wouldn't let, they weren't going to let Michaela like have full ownership of it. So it wasn't until Netflix were like, not Netflix, um, HBO and BBC. Oh yeah, it was Netflix originally. And then HBO and BBC were like, oh yeah, you can, you can have your producer credits, you can have everything. It's still yours. Yeah. And I feel like there's That's a lot. disrespectful. There's a lot as a black person that you have to fight for that. So anyone looking outwardly, they would instantly they wouldn't be offered something like that because they would be like there there would be this element of like oh this that we can market this well or oh this is something mm. that we can, that can be branched across multiple countries and people will receive this more oh it's it's more mainstream than a oh, black gosh, yeah. or something because mm. we're not seen as you know like the everyman so i feel yeah. like you wouldn't have gotten a deal like that I mean, I can't say because she's not white, but if it was a similar situation, I just don't feel like she wouldn't have. She would have even been offered a deal like that. And that's I think that's how I feel situations. Oh, sorry, go on. No, that's how I feel about chewing gum, like because it wasn't like I don't want to say a mainstream audience because it wasn't filled with white people. Yeah, let's yeah, just say it. it. <laughs> then it didn't get as much recognition, but it was hilarious and it was so f- <laughs> just like having just a, every. I, I choke up when I talk about her because there's just so much. Even just like with I May Destroy You, the fact that it was, was it was it set in East London? I think it so. It was set in East London, but there was enough representation. But then you have like shows set in certain parts of London <laughs> where apparently only white people exist. And it's like, this isn't, that's what? Like oh. Eastend- EastEnders, <laughs> right? EastEnders. No. That's a massive example. One of the whitest soaps and soaps are put in white. It's like where, like I know, like in real life, it's not in, it's not like made in East London, but like it's it's meant to be. 
It's, yeah, it's super uh, cool. real. I think about you know how Friends was you know there was that whole discuss. There's been that discussion about Friends and how there was like two, maybe three characters who were non-white who had speaking roles, mm-hmm. and yeah, and most of the cast was white, and it was like in New York. I know. Oh my. Yes, I'm so. That's appalling. So you have to go out of your way to do things like that. You have to go out of your way to like eradicate different races from a show. I feel like it's so much easier to just like get the true representation of what a show is like. Yeah. And they didn't they cancel um they cancelled some black shows for it for friends. Oh, I'm living say, single. Yes. Well, yeah. So like, I t- every anyone that wants to listen, I will tell you this: living single. That was the original Friends. Like Friends, mm. when they created that, it was born out of the idea of living single. Like, oh, six friends living in New York, just, you know, dating, living life. One of like, I think one of the heads at the network where Friends was created was like, this is such a good idea. Yeah, let's make this. And then they wanted, and then it was like, then it started to, living single started to get pushed out. Mm. And I mean, I love living single. And I feel like if you're going to watch Friends, you also should be watching Living Single because it's so it's so good. Like, it's yeah. such a good show. I, w- I will chat about Living Single all day if anyone wants to. <laughs> I, I, my, um, someone from work gave me a copy of the season two DVD because it, it's not available on streaming services yet. In okay. The- yeah, so I was just like, I put it on and I was like, we are living. <laughs> yeah. How many seasons are there? Is it just two seasons? No, there's like six, I think. Let me double check. Of living single? Yeah. Oh. I really, for some reason, thought it got cut short. No, it was... Um... Oh, I know what I'm going to watch. Yeah. I need a new it. show, so... Yeah, I think there's five or six seasons, yeah. Oh. I'm going to say something really controversial, and I know yeah. loads of people are going to hate me for it. Oh, gosh. What are you doing? Ugh. I don't think Friends was that amazing. I don't think that's that controversial. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever I say it, people get so upset, like I like hurt, like I did something really bad. And when I'm like, oh, I haven't really seen all of Friends, I got kind of bored, or I've watched like random episodes, like while it was on TV, and like got over it. People get so offended, and it wasn't until um, I haven't, I didn't, I haven't like had the confidence to. Um, state this view that I have on Friends until like mm. last weekend <laughs> which is like because I was like oh. I really try not to talk about my personal life but I'm really bad at distinguishing but so I was talking to a person <laughs> and um, <laughs> we were like lying in bed and then they were like um, I brought something up about shows being cancelled for Friends and they're like yeah it's terrible it's just a terrible show and I was like what I've never met anyone I'm like maybe this is I don't want to jinx it I just <laughs> I've never met another living soul that has said this out loud so yeah I'll keep oh that is this, is this it <laughs> is this now I say is this <laughs> but now I can say it with my chest I, I'm not that into friends you know, speak your truth. I, I, don't, I don't hate it. It's, <laughs> it. It is what it is. 
I will always watch Live and Single over Friends. I'll I'll watch an episode of Friends if I if I if it's there. But yeah, if it's on in the background, I always prefer Live and Single. Mm, I wouldn't go out of my way to watch Friends. No offense, no offense to any Friends listeners, listeners, Um, watchers. If you do have an opinion, don't at me. Just at the podcast at from home. Do you know what? At me too. I probably, I probably won't respond. <laughs> she wants the engagement and the smoke. So she said it, not me. I'll put her out in the description. Don't at me. <laughs> so what have you been up to during during this uh, this funnel pandemic, apart from sitting in your garden, living life? Um, um, yeah, apart from... Apart from trying to live that cottage core life. Oh my gosh, I was just thinking about that, that when we were talking about picking everything, everything I do these days, I'm trying to I'm trying to do that, but I, I don't know how I'm gonna um incorporate cottage core into autumn. So I have to figure that out. Um <laughs> yeah, apart from that, just like making art um oh, mostly making art. I've been illustrating and claying and I also have a podcast so I've been doing that um I've been trying to I keep saying this whenever someone asks me why I'm up so I'm like I'm just I've been trying to live a bit more slowly Hmm. (laughs) like spend more time off social media and like just go out into nature and just do little activities and I don't know what else I've been doing what else have I been doing I'm gonna think. The thing is, I'm gonna think of it like after, after that's this podcast fine. is re- re- recorded. I mean, that's fine. But what do you mean by? Oh, sorry. What you making bread? I made a dress. Oh, of course. I bake like I bake like every three days. It's ridiculous. I feel that. I relate to that. I made um, a chili cake a little while ago. So like, oh. I crystallize like chop. I chop chilies and crystallize them. And then I made like a cream cheese frosting with like cr- like cracked black pepper to kind of give oh. it like a, a warm. I wanted to go with like oh a spicy. You're fancy. No, I just wanted to try something. It was someone's <laughs> birthday, and I was like, I want to, I want to be in the world. Just go out and just be like, oh, it's just something I like rustled up in the kitchen. I just, I just put it together. You know, you know, <laughs> four layers. It's just, I just do what I do. Just like you know, just like standard culinary goddess stuff. You know, you know? Just, I, I live, I, I create, <laughs> but what do you, um, what do you mean by live more slowly? Because that, that sounds very appealing to me. Uh, oh my gosh, it's so nice. So basically like not spending so much time on social media because mm-hmm. like when I'm scrolling, I'm unconsently like, unconsently, is that a word? <laughs> I'm without consent having all these images just like in my brain and I've scrolled through like loads of pictures and like taking in just content that I didn't want to see um and then I look at the time and I'm like oh all that time has gone past but like (laughs) actually just doing stuff that takes a long time so like if I'm cooking I'll try and like make everything from scratch so like I don't know like make some fresh pasta or something um make like tea properly go outside it's going it's just spending more time outside actually like being more mindful Mm. and like meditating and just like being with the world you know <laughs> love it yeah meditating and being with the world 
and just Sentinel. like staying staying offline, like mm. trying to stay off the internet. Yeah, yeah, that's that's actually sounds really nice. Just I feel like with all the with everything going on, it's so easy to just kind of fold yourself into your phone and just mm. online because that's where everyone is right now we all kind of exist online at the moment and honestly even just like even just like three days completely offline Mm -hmm. I felt I felt like I was on holiday because I was like oh no one knows where I am I was like wait because everyone's on the internet but I'm not this is kind of a cool club yeah I I did that a few weeks ago and wasn't it so good when I got back when I decided to I didn't even like opening the apps again I was like And then I realized there's stuff I'd missed, and I was like, oh, okay, I guess. You I can't get back like, into it accidentally. Yeah. And but some then, of it was like horrible stuff, like reading the news. Like, mm. I mean, I don't want to say obviously, but like the police killed another black man, and it was all over the news. And I was like, all right, yeah. cool. well, not cool. But yeah, this is the first thing I see when I open my phone. And then it's distressing, something, like... else, something else. It's just it, being off of it was actually just. It was nice. I think I thought I would read more. I didn't even do that. I kind of just laid on my bed and thought and listened to music and listened to podcasts. Mm-hmm. And that I just kind nice. of. No, what it's about, a lot, um, oh, sorry, gone. No, I was just saying it's a lot nicer just like taking in content that you actually want to take in. Like mm. you said, like lying down, listening to music or like, oh my gosh, I've been listening to my whole, okay, my pandemic artist right now is Kelsey Lou. I don't know if you listen to Kelsey Lou, but no, I, don't. I just love her music. Like she's so, I don't know. It's, it's just like my vibe right now. Like it's just like super elf, like earthy, super like she's a spiritual bay. Um, I look her up. Yeah, you should. She's like she's really cool. Um, and I I started listening to. Okay, I used to listen to Cesar like all the time, mm. and then I gave it a break. And now I'm like back on that, and I'm like, I don't need to listen to anyone else. I can just do this and like sit outside and like soak up the moon's energy. Yeah, she's got um a new song out, doesn't she? I need to listen to that. You should get on it. I should. I remember when she came out with Control. Um, Weekend was like my song <laughs> for so long. Yes. I, I, I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't with man like that. I was just like. Imagine, send him away and then come back. And I remember one time I looked at her words properly and it, she's, I realised each verse is like her wanting to progress into more than just the weekend. I was like, oh, yes. Is that what I wanted? I love so her. I actually, I love her so much. I think like now, see, I think it changes depending on my mood, but I think the song I listen to on the album now most is 20 something. Oh. Mm. So I just caught caught my hair. Um, <laughs> I keep dropping stuff, but yeah, twenty something. Um, and I still I fully just sit there and like contemplating my life, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is me right now. <laughs> I'm listening to like the same style artist at the moment, though. Like a lot of Carmen. Yeah. So, so like Solange. Yeah. yeah. Solange's like Lord Orange, like that whole vibe. Mm-hmm. That's 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 just my walking and like just general. I used to be so. It's interesting how your music taste changes, but mm. I remember when I realized I was just listening to like 
oh, what's her most recent album? It's Alondra's most recent album. Is it When I Get Home? It, it's not When I Get Home, is it? Hold on, let me check. Oh, Stay Flow. So, no, yeah. it's not a lie. When I Get Home. So, I, <laughs> I was right. Oh. So, I mean, just listening to When I Get Home, like the whole album over and over as I've been walking around. And I was like, this is like my vibe now. Just, you know, like black like you know celebrating blackness want to be at peace with the world like just yeah. <laughs> letting my hair free like just you'd look like, at the sky and you'd be like oh this is it you know yeah. taking yeah. life centering me yes <laughs> no that that album is like one of my favorites that is a really nice album mm-hmm. i think i think a lot about the stuff i listen to right now because i'm trying to like manifest that energy because the world is literally chaos so i'm trying to manifest anything that isn't chaos just so mm. i can kind of like forget it works it really does hmm. i don't need to do more of that manifesting non-chaotic energy i mean my life isn't really chaotic right now but i feel like <laughs> there's just stresses from places i'm actually like i have a day off this friday and I took a week off a week off last week, which is nice. But um, I'm gonna like go and just chill by myself. I've got a hotel. I might visit oh some gosh. friends. I just like, like just taking two nights to just do me, which is nice. Mm, that sounds really nice. Days off. Yeah. I, even though like I know like a lot of like, what is your work situation? Are you working from home or are you? Yeah, I'm working from home. I think it is nice, especially to because you are at home all the time working to take some time like, on your day off to leave your house. Mm-hmm, definitely. So it doesn't yeah. become like just a work environment. Yeah. I went to Brighton last week with some friends, which was really nice. Mm. Um, and that was just like, at one point I was just sitting on a beach with one of my friends and we were like right by the water and I was playing with some rocks and some shells. And I was like, this is, this is really all I needed for a while. Yeah. Like, I need to be on the beach Play with some pebbles and some shells. I like that she took a picture of me and my legs kicked up in front of me like I'm a child. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's what you do. Just like celebrate your inner child. I feel like that is something, especially this year, it's been like people want to like do more inner child activities mm-hmm. rather than like stuff you thought you wanted to do before. And just like, just like actually have like, like playful fun. Mm, yeah, a lot of people... Um, putting together like doing puzzles I've been meaning to get into puzzles and like coloring books mm. and like just connecting with things that they wouldn't have like a lot of animal crossing I remember at the beginning of quarantine oh like gosh, yeah. <laughs> every, anything <laughs> that just brings you joy that you don't have to think that too much about. Well. yeah oh yeah oh my gosh I don't know I, I maybe I should get some more pu- I should get some puzzles I haven't done a puzzle in like I don't know maybe since I was like eight. Oh really? I did a puzzle a few years ago. I, I still remember it, and it was honestly <laughs> so calming. I just I was doing it with a few other people, and because it was like one of those like five thousand pieces or something or one thousand oh pieces. Oh my god! I we know had to have that patience. We each we each just had a cup of tea and we're just like putting together the piece. I was like, this is so calm. This is it must amazing. be so rewarding though once you've actually done it with that many pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, that's that's a good bit about puzzles. But I honestly, I haven't not done one since I was eight. It was probably like a ten-piece puzzle. Oh man. 
So tell me a bit about your podcast because you met, you've mentioned it a few times and I'm sure people listening would like to know about it. Um, so I do my podcast with my friend Lucy. Um, we talk about, oh, it's called the A word and the A word is like adulting. But this, I don't think we mentioned that. I don't think we ever mentioned that. Oh, in, in the episode. <laughs> that yeah, A stands for adulting. So yeah, it's called the A word. We talk about just like stuff that we think about as people in our 20s. Um, so I think our first episode was like on female leaders during coronavirus. I haven't said that mm. word in ages. And then we had like <laughs> we had an episode on friendships, like navigating friendships, um, love languages, and like checking your friends, all those kind of things. Mm. Um, We've got like self-care episodes and like body positivity episodes, um, like media stuff. We did like an episode on Lana Del Rey. Was that when she was like moving a bit funny? Oh um, yeah, I, I see. This pandemic has been going on for years. I forgot about that. I know. <laughs> I see. Everything feels like it was so long ago. Like, my concept of time is not. It's not a thing anymore. Mm-hmm um but yeah we talk about that kind of stuff just like semi-political feministy worldish issues media and stuff just whatever's on our mind to be honest absolutely yeah that's awesome we talk a lot about therapy like you can oh, we probably mention therapy in every single episode we'd be like we'd be talking about something then we'd be like oh yeah so like my therapist said <laughs> like that that is the gist of it we're just two girls two girls two women who like love therapy and like self-care and stuff oh wonderful beautiful beautiful gowns you know what therapy like I feel like you can't talk about that enough though like I'm I'm trying to find a therapist like a black woman therapist because there is a um, I think it's the Black and Asian Therapy Network. Yeah, that's the one I've been looking at. But mm. I'm also trying to think about what I can afford. Like my work offer Bupa. So I first I looked under Bupa because um, since I'm only I'm not paying a lot for it, it kind of like mm. a little bit comes out of my paycheck. I was like, oh, okay, let's see what they offer. And they yeah. didn't have a lot of Black women on there. So um, and I'd already looked at the BAATN, and my someone at work said that they might Bupa might be able to cover like pay for whoever I choose as long as they are under people I just need to pull up and ask I don't know I don't even know it's quite hard I think it's such a good thing to invest in but the only thing is that it can be expensive when it's not like public yeah um but honestly like investing in therapy was probably like one of the best investments I've made in myself Mm. And you get so much from just one therapy session like I, I remember when I started going to therapy um for a therapist that I like actually like vibed with um because the first one I did I think that was like it was like CBT and then the second one I did I don't know what style it is but we just like sit and chat Mm. um and she I'd cry in every session (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh yeah I've And I'd say the littlest things and I'd be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this thing has been weighing down on me for like years. Mm. And it's just like so many eye-opening moments. And it's it's like she'd teach me all these lessons and she'd give me like homework tasks, which I loved. I loved doing my homework tasks. Um, 
but yeah, she was she was really good. Um, but I'm no longer with her because um, I moved. Oh, oh! Did she only like cover your area? Yeah, it's because that was that was when I was in Canterbury, oh. um, and then I started having phone um, phone sessions. Then I kind of got over that, and then basically the one we have at work is really great. Mm. I didn't even know like it was a thing. Um, but she's really good. She's like taught me a lot. And she gives me homework that's more like researchy homework. So she taught me about um I'm gonna say it wrong. It's either Ikagi or Ikigai. Um, and it's like this Japanese practice where you um basically figure out what you want from life and um just learn how to live life in like a content way. Um but yeah, it's it's really interesting. She she used it to help me figure stuff out basically. Um but yeah, I've I've like I've gotten so much from therapy. I've like yeah. I've just I've had like really, really bad mental health in the past. Like there was mm-hmm. a point where I didn't really realise. Um but yeah, it helped me, it's helped me a lot. My parents mm-hmm. are super like pro therapy as well. Mm-hmm. I remember the first time I'm like babbling on now. No, it's great. <laughs> I remember the first time, like right before I started therapy, because um, like just terrible things happened, and then my parents were like, "Do you want us to go to a therapist so we can like see what we can do to help you?" And I was like, oh. "I was like, that is so sweet." And that that made me want to go to therapy, and I was like, "Oh, this is like," I honestly cried. Oh, we need more of that. We need more parents that are just encouraging, like supporting their kids and they're trying to, you know, so shit. Yeah, for mental health. They care so much about mental health. I remember my mum got me this book like ages ago. She got one for me and my sister, then she got something else for my brother. But it's like a mindful journal. So mm. it gives you prompts. So it gives you prompts of stuff to write about. Then it's got a bit where it's like, oh, write a letter to a person that is blah, blah, blah. And then it's got like colouring stuff and like little activities for you to do. Um, and one of them is like, oh, um, today you have to go outside and like like go on like a little adventure thing or something, like pick up leaves and then stick it in the book and like write about each one, like where you were and like what happened. Um but it's all these like random little mindful things and then it's got stuff like all right stuff you like all the things you love about yourself or like everything you're grateful for um it's got like gratitude stuff in there too but yeah she got me that like I think when I was like 18 or 19 a long time ago yeah but do you think that that oh no sorry go on no I I just said I'm older now that's it (laughs) But uh, so you feel like you had to graduate from the mindful journal to full full on therapy? Yeah, and mm. even now I do that. Like I journal a lot now, and like, I have my own journal prompts, and I do my own like gratitude prompts it's most mornings or some mornings. Sometimes I forget, but it really does help. Like feeling grounded, which is something I used to like struggle with. Ooh, yeah. I think that, I mean, I, I don't want to speak for anyone else, but I definitely feel like I sometimes relate to not feeling always present in mm. what in just life or in what I'm doing or self. I don't know. Is no, that, is that what being grounded is? 
yeah it's like feeling grounded because I I fully was like dissociated for like a year Mm. so it was like I like nothing was real and I was just like watching my life (laughs) I I didn't really feel anything I was like mostly like desensitized to everything um and like that was like the worst time um and then realizing even now just being like oh my gosh I can appreciate the moment for what it is and I don't feel like I am not real like sometimes I think about it I'm like oh my gosh I can't believe there was like a time where I fully felt like nothing was real like even thinking about it now is like tripping me out a bit but um but yeah it's about being present yeah um yeah that sounds like oh gosh I feel like I'm I'm having a mini epiphany like oh yeah maybe maybe I need to hurry up my therapy set <laughs> it is really annoying like sometimes it is quite hard to find that's the mm-hmm. only thing it's the looking and like sometimes you have to try different people out before you find the perfect one but yeah. once you do it's like so much clicks I'm glad you found someone that works for you yeah I feel like I'm so lucky mm. I know that um that like a lot of especially because of a lot of discussions about race and like racial trauma that have been happening in the past few months a lot of initiatives and like funds and groups have popped up that are offering therapy for free to like to black people. Yeah. So there's Black Minds Matter and I think there's the I think they're called the Loveland Trust or something, which offers okay. therapy for black women for free. Or like they fund oh, That's amazing. Therapy. That's really good. Yeah. And then there's Home Girls Unite, which is like they provide therapy for eldest immigrant daughters because that's like a whole Oh my thing. gosh. Wow. <laughs> that that like we have a podcast but they just started the therapy fund which you can apply to i think i think it ends either next week or i, I mean i'll find it and i'll put the links in the description but yeah that's the thing i didn't even know i needed until you mentioned it oh my gosh yeah i listen to their podcast sometimes and i'm like oh my gosh what's their podcast called is it home girls home girls unite as well yeah they've had episodes about um they range a lot. They're sometimes about mental health, um, mm. like adultification. Um, there's one episode I really found interesting a little while ago. It was about like, be, like I think it's called parent parentification or something. Like the fact okay. that the roles of being a parent is often placed on like the eldest daughter in terms oh, yeah. of like care for younger siblings and stuff like that. Mm. Oh, I that's yeah, that's quite that's quite telling. That's quite that's a massive thing. Mm. I feel like I, I've definitely had that with my parents maybe when I was younger but they do everything they can to now these days to make me feel like to to give me the least responsibilities <laughs> that's sweet. wait that's sweet Did, is that like something they do on purpose like, or does it happen yeah, over time like actively because oh. <laughs> like they're just very like um and I remember my mom telling me she never wanted me to feel like um I was like a test like the test oh. child because I was the first one. Oh. Oh, gosh yeah but um, yeah yeah I feel like that's quite the whole parent is it called parentification I think that's what it's called yeah it's, yeah, it's, it's have a look. that's quite a big thing I do definitely recognize it in like in other people like I can see that or like in me when I was younger <clears throat> Mm, yeah it's called parentification yeah it's interesting 
It's, the, the, it's like these things, a lot of traumas, and I think, I mean, I'm a black woman, so I always relate to being black, a black woman, but a lot of things that we just assumed are like, go are just things, you know, that are, are normal to deal with or just things that, you know, are like given in terms of like culture and life as a black person, also as a woman, also as a black woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we hold on to those traumas and it's like, you don't always realize till... Yeah. I remember I had CBT at work for a little while and I was like talking to her about feeling this obligation to just make my parents proud all the time, but I didn't realize I was still holding on to. And I was, and she was like, but she was basically, she was a white woman. She was like, you're an adult. And she was basically trying to get yeah, me she to doesn't, realize yeah. that. It's that like, that she doesn't get it. <laughs> yeah. And, but at the same time, a part of me also kind of appreciated what she was saying. I was like, yeah, you're, you're right. You don't yeah. get it to an extent, but you're right. <laughs> the fact that you don't that she doesn't get it is the helpful thing because it's like, oh wait, she doesn't feel like this is a a thing, an ideal that I should have in my mind because it right. really isn't. Exactly. Yeah. No, that is so true. But even sometimes I I feel like you a lot of um people feel that, but then you talk to your parents and they like they don't have the same ideas. It's just yeah. that to your parents honestly I think sometimes we just sometimes the things I realize I put on myself because I believe that's something they wanted of me like Mm. how I like how I navigated maybe certain relationships in terms of like I never asked them outright oh would you be okay if I dated so and so person but because I feel like oh I would know their reaction I didn't Mm -hmm. I, I just was like this in my head I was like oh this pos- this has an end date and I should be yeah. okay oh my gosh I totally have yes it's that like <laughs> in the back of my mind like, I know this is gonna end like the other person doesn't know that oh gosh I felt like in my situation it was something we both acknowledged because they like we were different religions and they discussed they were like acknowledged like oh this pair might be cool this pair might be and I was like, I don't even know. My mom has always said, I asked her one time about marrying a white guy. And she was like, as long as he's a God-fearing man. And I was like, thinking to myself, <laughs> mom, he, he's not the God you're thinking of, but I like what you're to say. But I think we both acknowledged it would be hard. But I think a part of us also knew that may, we also recognized that if it got to a point where we weren't prepared to like, have that conversation think, yeah or like fight beyond like don't say stress. fight but you know like if we didn't yeah. want to add that stress to our lives of like having to fight fight for this love a la Cheryl Cole but also not <laughs> a Cheryl Cole to the way to. well I mean I don't know how she lives now but she beat up Auntie in the club look it up I um, know <laughs> so yeah if I it, like we were like if we ever got to a point where we had to fight I think we both recognize we, we need to we need to be honest do we feel like we can have this fight or do you feel like it's worth it basically yeah there's a lot more (laughs) internal work that needs to be done first and it's like we're not not there yet let's like yeah oh sometimes you know I just want sometimes I look at love on tv and I'm like can it be this simple because I honestly don't know if I oh my gosh I used to think that all the time I used to be like this isn't real like this is a scam (laughs) like no one and they'd have all these little things or even just like um they'd be like staying in their parents house or something or like just like casually around their parents like Lord. doing all this like um doing all this public affection and I'm like oh my gosh I could that could never be me but then and so you know, 
Isn't there like people who, oh, my girlfriend's just sleeping over. And I'm like, sleeping up, care? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please. It this wasn't like, like no. I feel like I wasted so much time and I wasted so much like unnecessary um, stress because it wasn't until I like actually spoke to my mom and being like, um, this is happening. She'd be like, okay. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, what would you do if I dated this kind of person? She's like, as long as they're kind to you, that's that's literally all that matters. Oh, like, oh okay. So I, I wasted all of this time. Oh, <laughs> but no, it's it's easier when you have the conversations and you're really like, oh, this is just all stuff that I had in my head. Yeah. Some of it was semi-true, but mm. yeah. I think that's also why a little bit of me is like scared in terms of having kids. Cause I'm like, what if I, what, if, what, I mean, I feel like inevitably we will traumatize each other, mm. but I, I want to limit as much trauma as like I inflict or I pass on. But what if yeah. I like, what if something I just say in passing or I just do in passing, like, is what a lot. Like, right. And I, and uh, that that's just like, I, I never, I never want to, I never want to like be the cause of someone's pain or hurt. Or oh, just... it, having kids is hard. I think. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> no, it's it's hard to avoid traumatizing them in any way. Yeah, <laughs> and like, yeah. I always tell my parents that I'm like, guys, you guys did good. Like, having kids is hard. Or like, if they complain, I'd be like, I didn't send you to have kids. <laughs> I mean, yes, you know what? Yeah, flip it on them. <laughs> no, but they, they get it. Like, they get I'm joking. <laughs> no, no, I love it. Let's let's continue this this kind of joke because whenever it's, like it's a like, joke that we do, <laughs> it's because whenever people they talk about their parents, like my parents don't really say this, but whenever people talk about their parents being like, "I carried you in my womb," they should be like, "I didn't send you." Like, did I ask? <laughs> but it's true though. Like I think just like having an open discussion, like being able to create a place where you know your kids will be able to have an open discussion with you, yeah. but. The kids and like when they grow up they're not gonna do that anyway like when when they see things for what they really are it's like that's what I was like I used to be so annoying I used to be terrible I was so so bad to my parents and then um it wasn't until I got older and I was like whoa these people like they've gone through a lot for me <laughs> and they fully just I don't know they just I don't know they're just like so fully accepting and I just try my best to be nice to them now. Because I'm like, I get it. Yeah, that's beautiful. <laughs> well, Halima, thank you for coming on to the podcast. Thanks for having me. This is like a, this is a wonderful note to end on. Um, if you want to plug yourself or, you know, your podcast as well, so people know who you, where to listen to you. Um, my podcast. Oh my gosh, I almost forgot the name. It's podcast the A word underscore. Now the thing is, I don't know if it's underscore podcast the A word or podcast the A word. <laughs> okay, I will also put it in the description. But the podcast is called the A word, right? Called the A word podcast. The A word podcast. Yeah. See. You want to plug yourself, or you? Yeah, I mean, you want to plug your work. I, I also have two other Instagram accounts. Yeah, <laughs> I have um Hallie Igwe, um, which is my art account. So it's H A L I I G W E. And then I have Hallie underscore XX underscore XX, which is where you can at me about friends or like <laughs> I mostly just post TikToks and memes. Wonderful. Well, I mean, I'm sure they will come running. 
But uh, don't tell. I, I mean, I didn't send you. She asked, so. It's okay. <laughs> and uh, you can also buy my art there too. Oh yeah, Halima's art is it's actually a one. Like, oh, I feel like I have such. I know such talented people. Her art is really beautiful. Thanks. Well, thank you for listening to From Home Pod. It has been me, your host, and I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.